Um, unless you're going to a rave, in which case, fuck you again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate that. Could anyone guess what the top of the show's little clip is going to be? Can anyone hazard a guess? Hello and welcome to another episode of Are We There Yet? The COVID-19 Experience. My name is Max Curtin and my fantastic co-host is Ines. <laughs> Hi, Max. Hello. I just used my full name. I've not used my full name on this podcast <gasps> yet. You are. You did. The mystery of my identity has been revealed to the world. Sorry. It's okay. It's my own fault. I'd make a terrible superhero. Yes. So, still in COVID, still in lockdown. Shocker. I know. Who would afford it? And we've only got three episodes left, well, two episodes left, and then the recap of the whole season. So for this episode, we're delving more into the mental arts of the human psyche, looking at introverts versus extroverts, which I think is a very interesting subject in relation to how people are being affected. We've got some studies coming up. I think you're going to be surprised with the results. But before we get to that... Once again, the Good News Master has arrived to bless us with her gifts. Ines, what's the good news on this episode? So the good news today is actually really, really good. Okay, they have found a drug that apparently um, cuts up to one-third of deaths or, uh, caused by COVID-19, and this is a huge, huge thing, because like at this point, we can't spare anyone. So that's great news. And another bit of great news is that it's actually really cheap. It's a steroid normally used for treating stomach conditions and skin disease. And if we had known earlier, it would have saved up to 5,000 lives. We miss you guys. I'm so sorry. It's like a fiver, isn't it? It's like two bags of chips. That's how much you can get it for. I think so. I think it's also like one, one dollar in India. Yeah, absolute bargain. Yeah. So yeah. we're seeing good results. People who are at death door have now tried it or used it or had the treatment from it, I guess I should say. And they're seeing huge results. Yes, they are. And also um, something that I think is really good in legislation is that they are making it in such a way that people can't hoard it or sell it for profit. Which, this is a debate for another day, but that should be all medicine, but... America exists, makes it very difficult for that to exist. Um, and the pharmaceutical market is very profitable. So, woe is human health. Wow. Yes. Sorry. No, <laughs> Did yeah. I bring the mood down straight away? Did I do that um, again? You're right, though. Like, the mood is pretty down. Yes. But we're going we're gonna to pick it up. Was, was, uh, I, I think that's an excellent bit of good news. The next step is obviously having that immunity and cure and what we're all kind of hoping for for this nightmare to end so this is a good step in the right direction at least if you get sick now and you're at death's door there's a little bit of hope for you yeah that is a good thing that's beautiful that is a beautiful thing right so once again now that with the good news thank you very much for that shall we delve straight into today's topics i've it's an interesting debating subject that we can talk about we have no guests as you know it's one-on-one off and this is the subject that uh you and me have been discussing since all of this began really and the kind of impact of it and and where it's gonna go from there and i think whatever's coming out now in terms of studies and reports and i've got a great study here that uh kind of flips all on its head but there's also the long-term effects that we're going to explore so let's get cracking let's get into episode six introverts versus extroverts Thank you.
first, I think that we should make clear at the start of the episode that it's not as clear as popular personality tests make us think. Um, so the introvert versus extrovert, extrovert is actually a spectrum. Mm-hmm. So you're not like either one and you love seeing people and you can't live without, without people or you never want to see anybody and you'd rather be alone all, all the time. Most of us are somewhere in between. I don't personally subscribe to the idea of ambiverts, but if there is anyone, like, please come out with it. And What's an ambivert? An ambivert, Max, is someone who is kind of both. It's like the bisexual of... of Socializing, yeah. bisexual <laughs> socializing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but it, yeah, because most of us think we are, because it's really hard to be a hundred percent on one end or the other. You'd have to be like really extreme to be like. Obviously, they do exist, and you see in the introvert cases where people agoraphobia and everything like that, and they're, they're very happy being in themselves. And then you've got guys in Florida who feel like it's okay to wear tank tops year round and sunglasses and have gold teeth those are the extrovert types is that yeah i i didn't know there was a look those are the two two sides of the spectrum that we're looking at and the one thing i wanted to kind of start off with is first of all we have a new podcast on the network feel like i can't stop myself at the moment and this one is not for girls it's done by the fantastic nikki who co-hosts the game till five podcast which was the second podcast on the network and also leah who is a, a dear dear friend and has a delightful voice by the way delightful voice Aww. made for radio but they've oh, um go girls exactly so they started a podcast not for girls check it out it's fantastic their first episode came out called solitude and isolation now in that episode they were looking about what we're looking at, solitude, isolation, what it feels like to be socially distant, um, how they themselves are coping, and also they look at the science and creative aspects of the topic. But the reason I think it's interesting from their standpoint, and they mentioned this in the episode because they did one of those kind of in-depth personality tests, which I ended up taking afterwards, which we'll get to. 16 personalities, by the way, it is fantastic. And they're both very introverted style of people. Um, especially Nikki, who I know very well, enjoys... She's got no issue with this. Like, she enjoys the kind of... I get to play video games, I get to catch up on just me time, and is loving it, and that's brilliant, and that's perfect. But from a you and me standpoint, Ines, we're both very kind of extroverted as people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I also have a friend like that. Hi, Anita. Um, yeah, so the, the test that you're mentioning is actually called MBTI, the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. Fun fact, Myers and Briggs were mother and daughter. And you, did you know that? You I didn't did. know that. Mm-hmm. You're educating me, that's two, two tonight. Keep it going. Yes. I, 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 you know it. So yeah, so my friend is also really introverted and she's like ecstatic at being alone and not being forced to see anybody when she, you know, doesn't want to get into social commitments that you and I enjoy, but other people don't enjoy and they feel pressured into them because, yeah, because that's like how human society works. So clearly there are some people getting benefits and others like you and me really wish they were in a big group of people or even a small group of people. Yes. And I want to talk about this survey. Can I talk about the survey? Dying to talk about the survey. Please please go, please go. Okay. So there was a survey conducted by the Virginia-based research consultancy Greater Divide, and they're finding that actually introverts might actually be suffering more than extroverts. 
and I've read a couple of studies and a couple of reports about this, which I found really interesting because the whole joke going around at the internet is um, like introverts are always made for this. I've been training for this for years and all this kind of stuff. And like extroverts are the ones that are going to suffer because they can't party or do all their other stuff. But the studies are finding that introverts might be suffering. And I'll give you a bit of background on the studies. So the team at Great Divide, they surveyed a representative sample of about a thousand American adults. And they asked the respondents to complete a series of personality tests, including one that measured extroversion. And they also asked respondents to report the degree to which that COVID-19 had negatively impacted their mental health. And surprisingly, they found that people who scored higher on the measure of extroversion were less likely to experience mental health issues as a result of the quarantine. So it's that kind of stark contrast that, as we were saying, the extroverts are kind of bearing this brunt and they're so hard done by and they need that human interaction that's going on. So they then kind of dove deeper into what's kind of causing those results that don't really make sense. So they believe it might have something to do with this kind of enhanced psychological resiliency known to exist in extroverts. So apparently we have an enhanced psychological resiliency. I had no idea. I feel very honored. So if we give an example, the researchers found extroverts were more likely to agree with statements such as I am calm in the face of danger and I believe things generally work out for the best. And they also found that the personality dimension of introversion was associated with greater COVID related nervousness and fear. So if you compare introverts and extroverts, they tend to experience more frequent and intense positive emotions. Um, and that makes it easier for them to kind of maintain that positive mood in everyday lives. So extroverts, they may be also, you know, benefit benefiting from their large virtual network, but it, it's kind of how you compare the two in terms of the attitudes and behavior and just, when you see those overlaps of um, personality types, so take this example of both introverts and extroverts were equally supportive of school and business closure, travel restrictions, recommended quarantine. They found extroverts to be mm -hmm. more compliant with the social distancing guidelines, specifically extroverts report being more likely to wear face masks in public and to wash and sanitize their hands frequently, which is something you and me have debated for many, many, many hours over the past oh, couple yeah. of weeks. Um, and it could even be a thing of introverts being socially awkward about wearing masks and standing out or having that kind of change of behavior in, in face of new challenges that's kind of coming up. But that aspect I find really interesting because, as I said, you and me have discussed this kind of at great length that we're kind of abiding by those rules. And I'm struggling. Okay. I understand what they're trying to say about why extroverts might because they want to go back to normality faster, maybe. <laughs> yes, please. But it's still weird, because you'd think as an extroverted person, we'd be more likely to be like, fuck it. Let's all just hang out. Let's hug. Let's do whatever. You know? Mm, yeah. So there's a lot of things, though, in that study. Like, can we take them point by point? Please, please, please. So first, about mental resiliency. Extroverts, we really want to be outside, yes? Mm -hmm. But we are still humans. It's not, we don't have superpowers to just be outside and every time for it to be amazing. Um, we are outside more times. And because dealing with other humans, in essence, is really hard, we build up these reserves, right? So I have gone outside. I've gone partying. I've gone with my friends. I've taken walks. I've done whatever it is people do when they are not in lockdown. I don't remember anymore. Um <laughs> So we go outside more times, so we expose ourselves to, to the realities of the outside world and of human interaction, and we, and we learn to be kind of immune to them. 
how do you call it like like impermeable to them yes. to, to these sort of hardships um the people who are introverts and so they choose to stay inside the comfort of their own home they they have less chances to run up against this friction and so to build the defenses against it right so extroverts is like we are hitting our heads against the wall and at some point you know it hurts less i think i i don't think that's a good metaphor uh don't no, nobody hit their no, head no 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 don't not advisable um so introverts potentially because they don't hit their heads against that wall i'm just i'm just going with it now um they, they have less defenses against all that and so mm, could we even say that like the mind shapes itself to withstand hardship better when you're an extrovert than when you're an introvert potentially i mean you'd have to find the studies but i could partially agree with that why partially what's the other part well, you know me i love a, i love a good study to back up an argument so it, it's difficult and obviously the, the main thing of this study is yes okay introverts may be suffering and, and that is fair but I, I i don't think it's fair to say that just because someone has an extrovert personality that they're not going through the same thing i think it's a very equal measure that everyone is um susceptible to i am personally really enjoying the fact that i have got this kind of free time to you know if i think back to summers how often i would just go for a walk or i would go do an outdoor hobby mm-hmm. it was very limited which didn't which didn't involve me going to someone's place or going out to meet someone or going to a bar or a restaurant or some kind of day activity there was never really a day where i just went i'm gonna go for a walk or i'm just gonna go for a skateboard today yeah yeah like it's it's that element which i find the most interesting of that shift of attitude behavior because yes i miss hanging out and seeing people but my new kick of that endorphin rush of what i would normally get from human interaction is just going out it doesn't have to be anyone there it's just going out is what kicks that into overdrive yeah um i think you i think you got something there though about the making plans um and this other issue that the study was mentioning so extroverts we could argue um that we are used to making plans. Yes, mm-hmm. we know that there are some times in our day when we are not going to be alone, we are going to go outside and meet people. So even when we are at home, we still have that space in our calendars um, to, for, for human interaction. We don't need forcing to do it because it's, just, it's like you and me. We would rather hang out in person, but we can't. So it's just Skype, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are already giving each other this time. While if you're an introvert, potentially from the experience I have of the introverts in my life, I love you guys, um, they mostly do these plans when pushed. So they, the extrovert in their lives, me, um, kind of drags them out of the house and goes, no, yes, come on, let's go to the pub, let's go to have a walk, let's do this, let's do that. Um, so they are not used to making that space for human interaction in their own calendars. They depend on another person. But now this support doesn't exist anymore. So they are having a harder time gaining the interaction that they need because they do need it. It's like it's not like introverts don't need to speak with other humans. They do. It's just they don't have the tools to get it while in lockdown. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Everyone needs that kind of human interaction. And how do you... Oh, wait, I had one more thing, part of the study, because I was, I, was I was on a mental health 
discussion, which is kind of our penultimate episode. Introverts are suffering more. Introverts are suffering more, but as I was saying, that doesn't mean that extroverts are immune to psychological consequences at all. Um, Everyone's suffering. There was a new report done. Close to 50% of people in China are experiencing symptoms associated with depression, and approximately 25% are experiencing anxiety. And in the US, a recent Gallup survey reported that 15% of Americans were already experiencing mental health issues, and an additional 37% expect to experience mental health issues if the quarantine remains in place. Yes, so, same. same, bro. It's that it's that concern of the long-term effects of this. I'm not talking like we're going to start suffering from PTSD or anything like that, but I think a lot of people might be coming more to terms with mental health and psychology and understanding that kind of feeling instead of pushing it down getting on with the day lying back and thinking of britain that attitude (laughs) seems to be disappearing and that might be a positive that comes out of this more funding more discussion around mental health more acceptance of different types of people which is what i was alluding to previously that yes my friend's an introvert or yes my friend's an extrovert and they need to go home and have a cup of tea and chill out for an evening. I don't want to be involved every night. It's those kind of conversations which will be healthy and beneficial to everyone. You think? Well, I mean, we can only hope. I hope so. Well, this is a podcast of hope and promise. Oh, yes, it is. But I think part of it all... So I'm thinking, will the mental health conversation be something that we keep after this lockdown, or will it be left in the zeitgeist of the lockdown just going, oh, yeah, back then when we had mental health issues and then they disappeared magically the moment the pubs opened. Well, yeah, we do like to drown our sorrows as a nation. But I feel like this lockdown has gone on too long for people. Like if it had lasted for a couple of weeks or a month, it was oh, got a bit sad a couple of weeks ago. Glad that was over. Um, but now it's more a case of a consistent, you're, you're seeing the damages and you're seeing the effects and... We'll get to this in the mental health episode in detail, but you're seeing those kind of long-term effects that are kind of happening. And it's yeah. it's interesting to see if there will be a new adjustment because we are going to see lots. The agenda for governments is going to change. Like election hot topics are going to be very, very different. I hope so. Like about time, to be honest. Yeah. We were right. not going the right way. No. And we are, this is very much a season of change and this will be something that is studied in history and i hope it's studied in history for the right reasons of a catalyst for change in a different direction oh i hope so that's a beautiful thought i hope so i'm so optimistic it's painful yeah i know how do you do it i don't know it's all a lie um (laughs) so can i read a study really quickly the introverts and extroverts guide to thriving in lockdown the purveyor of ubiquitous tests developed in the 1960s, John Haxton, head of thought leadership at the Myers-Briggs Company. Of the four pairs of psychological preferences measured by the test, two can predict reactions to the lockdown, says Haxton. The first concerns interactions and whether you learn towards introversion or extroversion. The second is about structure. People deemed judging prefer to get things decided and done quickly. Those who are perceiving are more open to new information and options. You'd think these days that social restrictions would be high times for people such as Harding with a preference for introversion while extroverts would suffer. But that's not always the case. We've all seen extra introverts on Twitter saying they'll find it's easy but it's not as simple as that, Haxton says. Under extreme and prolonged stress, such as having to work at home in isolation for weeks, people may see their behavior flip, and this is what I want to talk about, turning them into an ugly version of their opposite personality type. 
We can put so much energy into our favorite processes that we exhaust it, he says. We suddenly start to exhibit very atypical behavior as part of our personality that we don't usually take over. Under pressure, most people fall back on and overuse their preferred style of operation like a comfort blanket, Haxton says. In early isolation, introverts can appear to become withdrawn. If the stress continues for too long or is extreme, they will exhaust all of their introversion energy and their psyche flips to what's known as being in the grip of the opposing characteristics. For introverts, that can manifest as becoming aggressive and angry and unpracticed version of an extroverted personality extroverts by contrast get louder as they try to get input from others and seek the contact they thrive on the lack of attention they face in isolation can cause them to become uncharacteristically withdrawn to an inner world that's dark and dismal hello depression when it comes to my old friend when it comes to preferences around structure those who are in the judging character seek routine they can find a sudden shift to lockdown difficult but will thrive once they find their rhythm says haxton in contrast, people with perceiving tendencies may have slipped easily into the lockdown, but the novelty soon wears off and they find it monotonous. Yeah, it is pretty monotonous. It is pretty monotonous. I, ha- I-, I do have a perceiving characteristic, so yeah, I- <laughs> it's getting really old. Um, so that's interesting, the flip of character. In terms yeah. of, from an introvert perspective, they're coming out with kind of lashing out behavior, and then the extroverts, which is things that i've had a great struggle with over these past 12 goddamn weeks is slipping into that leave me alone to die like a wounded animal i know i know oh my god boris and it, it is scary and it is a real concern that kind of comes in into that kind of psyche obviously something i have suffered with in the past but it is exponentially increased in this kind of setting yeah so i have i have a thought you're and you know my friend anita that i mentioned at first so proud introvert i know um proud introvert she's very happy being at home doing her own thing uh she told me the other day that she went to see her brother after weeks and weeks and weeks of not seeing him um so their neighbor neighbors she walked to his house and she did not break lockdown and she saw him for the first time and she said she wanted to cry. Like, I haven't seen another person in such a long time when previously she thought she was pretty comfortable. Like, I don't want to see any of you guys. Fuck you. Um, she didn't see me either because I pushed her. So it's really interesting this thing about turning into the other version of your personalities, especially because, as you say, it's unpracticed. So extroverts know how to be extroverts. Like, we already have all the mechanisms to cope with being with 50 people at a party or talking to a stranger, like we have no problem with that. We've done it many times. And introverts know very well how to be alone for maybe a day or several in your house and keeping yourself entertained. That's something that is your comfort zone. But at this point where circumstances are forcing us um, to be in the same way, all of us, that was really interesting. Like you're exhausting your comfort zone and -hmm. you're turning to the other, but you don't know how to do it. You don't know how to be an introvert. Yeah. So obviously we are like babies in that sense. (laughs) We are like babies in that sense. But it you're right, it's that adjustment period because we've all experienced it. Whether you're listening to this as an intro or an extrovert, you could probably listen to that study and go, huh, oh yeah, I have been a lashing out or huh, I have been falling into a pit of despair with with no hope of escaping. There's and there's no way to deal with that. 
as I said, I find a lot of enjoyment by my hobbies and going out and doing stuff and being produ- productive. That's my new form of talking to people and strangers and all this kind of stuff and phoning people seven times a day. But from an introverted perspective, I guess it's, again, it's that going out, having a break from, from the indoors, refreshing. Okay, I've been outside, I've been for a walk for half an hour to an hour or six as some people seem to interpret a walk. Yeah. And then going back inside and your batteries are kind of recharged again. I think I, I, think, mm, I have an opinion. Maybe this lockdown, so lockdown is forcing all of us to have all the human interaction that we ever get is through your phone or your computer or whatever, um, unless you're going to a rave, in which case, fuck you again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate that. Could anyone guess what the top of the show's little clip is going to be? Can anyone hazard a guess? <laughs> I just, no, no. Um, so... We, are, we all have this one mode of human interaction, right? For extroverts, it's too little. For introverts, it's too much. So mm. we are all kind of trying to balance in this very thin line of all you can do is call them on, on Skype. Like that's your one option. You can choose to go to the pub and spend six hours. You can choose to go for a quick, quick coffee and spend 20 minutes. Like the, none of that. All, all you have is a Skype session. Um, and so... Obviously, we are both we are both sides struggling with balancing on that line. So maybe this is why it turns against us, and we just lash out. Yeah, yeah, I think that's very true, and especially shared living spaces that becomes such an issue as well. I know. Um, people that aren't family, aren't loved ones, it it becomes this kind of melting pot of people, and you're just gonna butt heads. Yeah. And that's that's a point of frustration for a lot of people. And it's kind of the norm across, look at London, that's pretty much how you live in London. You live with complete strangers as yeah. the option. Um, so it, it's that kind of growth and change from that standpoint, which is going to be very difficult. I think we're going to see a lot of people changing houses after this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Moving yeah. and looking for new rentals. But not, But not only because of that it's also like we are sick of seeing our house and give me a new one for the next for the second peak let's everyone move and have like new diy to do without a doubt (laughs) (laughs) i love my flat adored it when i moved in can't stand the side of it now (laughs) i'm gone that's really bad Um, um but yeah i don't think humans are made to be at such close quarters with anybody. Like I ha- I haven't been this close to people since I was 15 on nights when my mom wouldn't let me go out. Exactly. And you're a pissy little teenager. I, I was. And you've reverted yeah. back to being a pissy little teenager. I don't think I ever went away. I was just allowed to go <laughs> out more. <laughs> <laughs> like forever 15. Just picture your mum now nodding like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, this, is, this is the case. This is accurate. So it, it's interesting how everyone is kind of adjusting at the moment. And my main takeaway is that kind of flip of personalities that we've kind of seen. And when we were looking at the first report as well, um, with obviously, yes, introverts are suffering. And it's interesting to see those kind of effects that are kind of coming in that you might not expect previously. So again, the season two, season three, whatever this podcast is going to be, 
of the after effects of all of this. It's going to be a very interesting discussion to have once everything's lifted and we see the reports coming out. I'm very excited to have those conversations. We've already seen since the last episode, since episode four, the amount of changes that have come in and how the world is progressing and evolving is amazing. So to see what's going to happen six months to a year from now, this is the optimist in me speaking. I hope it's fantastic. Yeah, bless. Um, oh, but what... <laughs> so patronizing. <laughs> no, just like you're saying, we're becoming optimistic and hopeful. And I'm like, are we? Yeah. <laughs> Try. Uh, who, who's us? Um, <laughs> no, but what I w- really would like on, on this episode would be to to hear from from introverts. Mark, like you and I are not introverts, and we mostly are theorizing. But yeah. it would be great to hear from introverts on are, are we right or or not? Are we missing something huge? I don't know. Yeah, we'd love to kind of hear your experiences, whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, of how you've been adjusting, how you've been coping, whether you've noticed a shift in your behavior and attitudes towards things, because there's been a lot of kind of public posts and blog opinions about how people are going to be after all of this. So it'd be really interesting to hear your thoughts. So make sure you do head over to the Twitter, which is awty2020, or you can email us at arewedare.2020 at gmail.com. Did I nail that? You might have done. Okay, let's hope we did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So join in the conversation, awty2020 on Twitter. It'd be great to hear from you guys. We'll run a little poll as well this week just to get a feel for how everyone's doing. But that brings us nicely to the end of our episode. Not the end of the topic, though. It's never the end of these topics. Yeah, I know. It's not ending. These Uh, topics. Oh, do you have more? No, I was just thinking that, like, as long as we have lockdown, these, these trends and these sort of psychological shifts are going to keep happening. And this is the interesting thing about what you said, like, how are we going to be after this? We think we we know something now but we don't know how long this is going to last so it would yeah. be really interesting to see like throughout i think we should do this in the recap episode like how have we changed how have you and i changed from the beginning because at first we were having um different conversations than we are now oh god yes i'm gonna listen back to that first episode and just listen listen to all the little nuances that were kind of said in it which i'm going to find really interesting yeah. and it will be I, I think personally me I did used to kind of sometimes make not excuses I did used to go out quite a lot but there would be times where I'd be like I just want to go home I can't be bothered to, to go do this or go do that but yeah. mm. I, I think that's very much going to be a, a shift and a change for me personally is I don't want to be inside ever again ever. I have a question Yeah. are you Max looking forward to being out on a Friday night deeply bored but out <laughs> um right? no god no i will always oh, hate that okay, no. i will always yeah, hate that's that that's really bad that's really bad but i Especially really i really put myself in those situations like if i'm not enjoying something or if it's not clicking for me i will just leave i don't me know if that too. makes me an asshole but i'll just be like it's, sorry guys i'm just gonna go home no your friends love you they yeah. know that at some point like me and my friends at some point they go oh is it time yeah guys sorry bye now yeah. and there's no issue with that there's this is what i was saying at the start there's no problem in just saying like i'm not feeling it or 
don't really want to. I know I said I did last week, but obviously don't do it an hour before if someone's bought concert tickets. That's a dick move. I, mm, I haven't done that with, with concert tickets. No. But like the time, if you know, for example, that the other person is leaving their house one hour before the meeting time, you know, two hours before his fair game, like are, are they wearing makeup? No. So exactly. That's you can still bail. Sorry, sorry to all my friends. But there's a balance. There's yeah, a balance. Major um, but that's introverts and extroverts. A very quick kind of overview recap. We just wanted to bring you guys some studies, but we really, really want to hear from you guys about how this is impacting you and how you kind of identify and understand yourself as well. So with that being said, I've given you the Twitter handle, AWTY2020. Next time is our penultimate episode of the series yay don't say yay why not excited it's the why there's a second season, no? is there is there is there of course there is just trying to add a little bit of mystery to life <laughs> yay <laughs> you ruined the mystery man <laughs> um we'll be back with another episode thank you very much for joining us if you need anything or any of the topics we discussed please reach out to us. Also, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your major podcasting hosting platforms. Leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts because it helps with the old exposure business. But until then, my name is Max. She's Ines. Thank you, Ines, for another fantastic conversation. Thank you, Max. Thank you. And we'll be back with another episode. Stay safe. We love you dearly. (laughs) Have a great time. We do. Good night.